You are listening to episode 58 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I'm just going to come right out and say that I have straight up manifested today's guest. So if you're new to the show, welcome and thank you for tuning in. But if you are returning and you've been tuning in for a while, you may remember that in my anniversary episode, I answered a few questions that were sent in and one of those questions revolved around past lives. I said in that episode that I would get a guest on the show to discuss this topic, and I kid you not, the day before that episode aired, I got an email from this week's guest. Jen Shin is a Beyond Quantum practitioner, and let me just say, today's conversation is just too dang cool. Now, even if you don't believe in past lives, I encourage you to keep playing this episode because you might just walk away from it going, huh, that was interesting. You know, I'm a firm believer that we don't all have to share the same beliefs or even outlooks, but when we're more educated on various topics, we have the ability to become more curious in the pursuit of the truth. Are you ready to meet Jen and learn more about past lives? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Welcome back to another episode. Today's guest is Jen Shin. Jen is a certified Reiki master, a beyond quantum healing practitioner, host of Your Soul is Knocking podcast, spiritual seeker, lover of truth, and student of the universe. Her passion is to speak her truth and help people heal from within so that they can find their soul's true purpose. Jen, you sound like my kind of people. Welcome to the show. It is lovely to have you join me today. Hey, I am so excited to be here and I'm really glad I sound like your kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kindred spirits. You know, I have wanted to have a guest on the podcast for so long to discuss the topic of past lives. I just have so many questions, but I think it's best that we first start with going over the basics of what exactly is beyond quantum healing? Yes. So beyond quantum healing is a form of past life regression, except it's not just past lives. Um, The reason why we call it quantum is because um, basically you can go anywhere, future Mm -hmm. life, past life, life between lives, um, just anything that you can think of, it's a possibility. Um, to really start off uh, explaining BQH, I kind of have to talk about Dolores Cannon. I don't know if you've heard of her. Yes, I have, but continue because some of our audience may not have. <laughs> yes, she is an amazing, fascinating woman. Um, she was doing past life regressions and hypnosis, and she realized um, that she kept getting the same thing over and over again. People would start talking about the new earth. Um, people would talk about lives as, I mean, I don't know how um, esoteric I can get on here, but people would start talking about their lives as extraterrestrials. Mm. People would, um, you know, start talking about the earth changing from a 3D universe, a 3D uh, to existence to 5D fifth dimension. Um, and she would tap into the subconscious 
um, or what we like to call higher selves. And the higher self would have all of these answers, like just insane answers and such common themes going on over and over again that she figured out that there was something to this. There's something different. Mm. So she developed a modality called QHHT. So um, that's what a lot of people practiced. Um, BQH was kind of born from this practice. There was a there's a woman by the name of Candace Crock Goldman that studied under Dolores and was kind of like her right uh, w- right hand woman. You know, um, helped her with events and all of these things a lot of these things and the thing with QHHT as much as I love it um was is a little more you know strict I don't want to say strict but like you have to do it in a certain way you need to be in person more confining Um, exactly and Candace she ran the forum for QHHT for practitioners and she realized that we kind of needed to evolve Mm. with a time. So what she developed it because she wanted people to be able to do it remotely. Um, you know, and she wanted, there were a lot of practitioners that, um, had other modalities under their belt, you know, like someone like me who, you know, can do Reiki can possibly add in Reiki, you know, possibly right. add crystals, you know, there's so much you can do and add that she didn't want it to be so confined. Like you said, so that's how BQH was uh, birthed and developed. And that's what I practiced. Um, but um, so it's really fascinating what you can do. Uh, typically, I like to go and do uh, two past life regressions in one session. And, um, and then we go on to talk with the higher self. So, um, and when we do past life regressions, we actually do go through the death scene as scary as that sounds because when we do that we actually tap into um when you're not in the body anymore you're kind of like floating above and when you're in soul form you kind of um get all this healing from it you know Mm. The reason why um, you do past life regression is because you want to receive healing from them, Mm. you know, and just by seeing what your issues were in your past lives, um, you, you get healing from them and it, 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 just the acknowledging of it, you know? Um, and when you're in that soul form, you kind of see our, the bigger picture of that life, what the lessons you learned from it and who you shared that past life with that maybe you are sharing in this lifetime. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And your past life, actually your, your higher self actually shows you, um, the past lives that's most relevant so that you can receive healing from it. So it was interesting that you brought up death because one, and, and I, this, I want your honest opinion on this. So can we get glimpses? Um, can we energetically carry these things from our past lives and get these glimpses of maybe how we died in a past life? Oh, 
Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. So um, I have had, since I was a child, this reoccurring dream that I die at a gas station. Like it's either, um, it's always an oil explosion of some sort, but I'm just always at a gas station. And it's either someone is pumping their gas with their car on and it like the car explodes or the gas pump explodes, or someone is walking out of the gas station and they're smoking a cigarette and they, you know, throw it and it, it lights the whole gas station on fire. And I've always, you know, even now my friends pump their gas, you know, their car on, I like immediately reach over and turn off. I'm like, "Mm, no, we are not doing this. (laughs) And it came to me, I was listening to a podcast a few weeks ago and it kind of came to me too, that when I was, probably six or seven, um, my dad had caught his leg on fire. He was doing a big uh, burn pile and threw gasoline on it. And there was this a trail that came back and it lit his leg on fire. And um, I ran into the house and I was bawling. And I just remember saying over and over again, like, I caught daddy on fire. Like I absorbed it as my fault and I hid under the bed. Like I was so traumatized, even though as an adult, like consciously, I know that was not true, but it never really made sense to me as a child why I absorbed that as being mm-hmm. my fault. Mm-hmm. Yes, a hundred percent. Like most likely that was a past lifetime. Interesting. Yeah. And if you get a regression just to view it and learn from it and learn the lessons um, and really remove and detach this lifetime from it and kind of, you know, figure out that it wasn't your fault, you'll, you'll heal from it. Yeah, that's interesting because I've, when I've thought about that dream numerous times, because it happens in different ways, um, I've, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Like never in this life anyway, <laughs> never have smoked one. And I have felt that I was the one smoking the cigarette and like through it. Uh, you know, like, it's always like, hmm, that must've been my fault. Like I was the reason for that explosion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also, there's also, um, karmic lessons to be learned that you can actually break during one of these sessions. Like some people make vows that carry over to current life, um, that you could also cancel, Thanks. you know? Yeah. There's so much you can do, um, during a past life regression, obviously, you know, a lot of people come for healings, but sometimes it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. What what led you to becoming a a practitioner was, was, I know you've, you're a healer in sense. So was this always part of your life mission or how did you come into it? Well, you know, I was um, brought up very Christian and grew up in a very Christian community, but um, I was one of those kids, you know, even as young as I can remember that I felt like something just, um, it didn't resonate. It didn't, I felt like I wasn't getting the whole story. Yeah. Um, and, or that it wasn't completely true. So I always, and this is going to date me when I was in high school, there was a psychic by the name of Sylvia Brown. who <laughs> always come on the Montel Williams show to watch after school. <laughs> And, you know, and people thought she was nuts, a lot of people, but something that she 
like the things that she said, a lot of it really resonated with me, Mm. you know, and she would go about on about past lives. And I just found it really interesting. And I read a ton of her books and I would actually like go use her, you know, guided meditation, past life scripts on my best friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) You know, in high school and it was really fun, you know, and, um, and I've just, kind of been seeking the truth all my life and going towards direction that really felt right to me at my core. And I was, I've always been good at that, you know, like picking what feels true and really going with it. And that's how my spirituality practice really began. But, um, you know, in, in my early twenties, I think I, I used to, you know, share this information with everybody like, Oh my God, there's past lives. And, you know, you don't have to be scared of hell. You know, there's, yeah. there's not this God that's going to damn you to hell. And I used to tell all my friends and it really took one person to just tell me, you know what, you're crazy and you're going to hell. Not that I believed it, but it was really traumatizing for me for some reason. And so I kept it in a bottle. I went into the spiritual closet and um, never really released it, even though I studied it more. I just kind of kept it in. But in about 2017, I was going through a lot of internal turmoil, not because of my personal life, but because of everything going on on around me. Like there was the Me Too movement, political division, just, you know, I don't know if you remember, but there were bombings going on and terrorism. And it was just like, really like, I was going through anxiety over, over it. Like, what can I do? Heavy Why is this happening? Yeah. What, what, what can I do? You know? And, um, I felt like I couldn't really make a dent to change anything. You know, it was too big, you know, for me. And I started meditating a lot um, daily. And um, in my meditation, what I heard is it starts with you. Mm. So, you know, um, a lot of the spiritual community understand what that means. But at that time, I was like, what do you mean it starts with me? You know, like, what can one person do? This is crazy, you know. But what I realized is that it's really, um, you know, we're all connected. And it's honestly a ripple effect, you know, if if one person can change themselves on the inside, it really starts to take a ripple effect and it can change the world. Mm, So, yeah. So it does start with you, you know, you know, like everybody, you know, right now we have the Amazon forest uh, fires going on. Right. And you're asking yourself, what can you do? You know, what, what can one person do, you know, work on yourself, heal yourself, it so makes a difference in this world. And, you know, that's what I've learned. And once I started to really dive deep into my own inner healing in another meditation, I heard you are a healer. Mm, I love that. And that scared me so much. (laughs) I'm sure. Like, what do you mean? Like, what the hell? You know, like, what do you mean I'm a healer? I'm not a doctor. I never, you know, I don't practice medicine. What do you mean? And I literally uh, ignored that message for a long time. Um, 
you know, and the universe had other plans and it, uh, you know, started smacking me in the face with you are a healer in so many ways, like so many synchronicities, you know, I would be listening to podcasts and someone would say, you're a healer, but that portion of that, you, uh, the podcast just kind of like amplified and rang in my ears. Right. And like, I would, uh, pull Oracle card after Oracle card in different decks. I said, you're a healer, you know, or just like it kept repeating in my life over and over and over again until basically, um, I couldn't ignore it anymore. You know, it's like, okay, universe, I, you know, I I surrender. And and you were probably hearing the message so much because like you knew your soul knew, like, yes, you are a healer. It was resonating with you, you know, like, yeah, girl, keep ignoring it, but it's true. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. And so that's how my journey began. And I kind of like surrendered to what felt right at the moment, um, what I'm going to study. So I'm, you know, I got certified in Reiki, become a Reiki master and which was such a great foundation to learn about energy healing and Mm -hmm. what that was and being a channel to really provide energy healing to other people. And it really kind of opens up your intuition and all of that. So it's, it was a really great foundation. Um, and, um, BQH really stood out for me because just to, you know, practice past lives and talk to people's higher self, you know, um, and I don't know if your listeners know what higher self is, but it is literally the higher, highest form of you. Mm -hmm. If, if you think about the lowest form, which is the ego, you know, there is the highest form, which is a higher self, the one that is truly connected to source. Um, And I've been, I've done, um, I've had BQH done on myself a lot. Yeah. And um, it's, it's such a fascinating thing. Like when you go under, you go into the state of state and I feel myself vibrating higher when I get connected to my higher self. It's, it's wild. It's truly wild. Even as a practitioner, when I connect with the higher self of others, I start vibrating higher. And I feel like, like the frequency needs to change when we call upon the higher self to really connect, Mm. you know? Yeah. So an energy change. Yeah. So a complete energetic shift, even Mm. more so than the past lives. So, and, um, and the past life thing is, you know, what I found found is that I work with a lot of people that are healers as well. And they have, um, you know, repeating past lives as healers. Interesting. Yeah. It's so fun. And, and they find out that they are healers in a past life and it really wakes them up as a healer in this life. They were, sometimes they were shamans and, you know, medicine women, you know, it's so fun to uh, see what they get out of it. And then when we connect to your higher self, it's really, um, confirmed and, when we do connect with your higher self, we can even receive for healings at that time. Um, I've never personally done it, but I've heard of people healing cancer or, you know, diseases, you know, I've actually done a session where um, she was pregnant and she couldn't breathe. 
um, it was really difficult for her to breathe. So her higher self um, helped her ease all of the functions in her organs and went through all the organ functions and described exactly what they were doing as they were to help her digest easier. And it was stuff that she doesn't know medically, you know, to like, to even think about, but they came through and did that for her. And she had an easier time, like really like digesting and breathing. And it was, I mean, there's so many things that could be done. It's nuts. And, um, the one crazy thing that I do want to share is that once I connected to my higher self, um, I realized that we're all tuned into our higher selves mm. all the time, but we just choose not to listen. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not listening to our higher selves and you guys, I, w- I want your listeners to know, go meditate because I feel like I don't need the sessions anymore because I'm more tuned in. Yeah. Meditate, quiet the mind and you'll hear your higher self. It's all about trusting it. Mm. Trusting that voice. Your, your, your higher self is guiding you all the time. Yeah. That, and it's so crazy. I did my first, um, automatic writing on eight, eight. It was also my grandfather's birthday, but I was like eight, eight Lionsgate. We're doing this. Like, um, but I, it was the first time I did it and I was, and I you know, just had like such a good experience and so much stuff came out and I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Like meditating can like really just connect you in a whole different level for anyone who is not already meditating. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, definitely meditate. You know, on my podcast, like I I have people come on and talk about their spiritual awakening. And I want to say 99% of the time, it starts with meditation. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's really important. And I suggest that, um, before coming in to see me or even if before a remote session, um, meditate before mm-hmm. a session because it really gets you connected and, um, you know, has, you're more likely to have a deeper session if you are comfortable sharing, um, what was it like for you to unravel some of your past lives? You know, I never unraveled a past life that was very traumatizing. So really? <laughs> yeah. So cool, I, yeah, a lot of the, uh, past lives that I've uncovered have been about relationships that I've shared. Um, you know, a lot of happy moments, um, you know, past life as a healer, um, you know, those kind of past lives. But, you know, so it's, it's hasn't been this like exciting, like, oh my God, <laughs> death. Yeah. But I, I was this in my back, like something like crazy. <laughs> like, I was like Cleopatra. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Nothing like that. But, you know, um, but I've had moments like you as well, where I know that I've been, I'm experiencing a past life in this life Mm, where when I was young, I remember dying while falling from the stairs, you know? Um, And I've never fallen down the stairs ever. Um, But I was really scared of walking down the stairs, even into adulthood. But I feel like I kind of, like, I never questioned it. I, I said to myself, this is a past life. Mm. I don't need to be afraid of this anymore. And I just acknowledging it, I stopped fearing stairs. So it's like acknowledge and then release it. 
Mm-hmm. You release, you release. And, um, you know, I like, I say I'm a healer, but what we really do is hold space for your own healing. Everybody's a healer, you know, everybody heals themselves without you. There's no one that can actually heal you, you know? And if they say they can, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you should trust <laughs> that, you know, but, but, you know, like we really hold, um, space so that you can heal yourself. I love that. And um, your higher self, your team, your guides, and my guides and my higher self really come together, you know, to hold space for your healing. And that's what BQH is. I love this. This might seem like a little bit of a silly question, but can everyone be hypnotized? Yes, 100%. Okay, so... There have been people that have had more difficulty going in Mm. and some more than need more than one session. Um, And this happens because your body's just not relaxed, like you're nervous or, you know, um, that's why I always say meditate, go on a nature walk, do whatever you can to kind of release that nervous energy. Mm, Yeah. But yes, everybody can and everybody can't does remember what, uh, what you said, say like, you know, do you remember like you, people used to go to these, um, events and these shows, hypnotist shows, and they used yeah. to like make people do these wild things. Cloak on stage. like a duck. Yeah. Like I'm going to snap my fingers here, walk across the stage and cloak like a duck. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing like that. You know, <laughs> nobody's going to make you see or do anything that you're not ready for. Mm. And you know? do you, re- you remember everything while you're in the trance? Yes. Yes. But it's a long session. It could go from, you know, we chat and, you know, there's other, you know, the inductions, it really can go for hours. So, um, I do record it just in case you forget, but you know, you do remember and, um, you know, you do, you see it and everybody receives a past life information differently. You know how people learn differently, right? Some people are visual. Some people are are auditory. Some people just kind of know, you know, like there's different, it's just the same thing for past life regression. Mm. You know, some people will see it and to be able to describe it. Some people will just kind of get a knowing and it doesn't make it right or wrong you just you just need to tell me what you see and I'll kind of guide you like ask you questions to really open up to explain what you're seeing you know oh that is so So, cool (laughs) it is really cool and it's super fun and I love going into past lives because there's so much healing to be had I feel like we're at this uh time and um an essential essential time on earth right now and people are being asked to heal. Yeah. You know? A lot of people are stepping forward, too, into that space, like mm-hmm. connecting. Everyone's waking up. It's time yes. to wake up. <laughs> it's like, it is a time of awakening. And a past life is a, a really great way to dive into part of your awakening, you know, to see how how diverse we are, you know, how multidimensional we are, you know. So it's, it's, it's fascinating. Do you run across anyone who may see this as like dark magic or, you know what I mean? Like some people who are just like, don't think that this is in the light. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't surround myself with that type of personality. So yeah. So I feel like I, like I'm so open with it and that I don't, nobody has come to me and said it. 
Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe they may, they may um, say it behind your back, but they're not saying it to your face. They may. They may. You know that girl over there, you know, Jen? She's really she's out there. Right. Yeah. She's crazy. You know, and after releasing my podcast, you know, coming out of the spiritual closet, that was like step one. And yeah. people have really come up to me and asked me about it. Um, people, you know, I still live in a very Christian community. So right. Um, my best friends knew how I was like, but not like outside of my inner circle, so to speak. Um, and some people, you know, they, they're genuinely curious and ask me a lot of questions and I answer, you know, what I can. Um, I have heard some people like, some people say, Hey, I heard from a friend that you're really into these strange things. So they're probably saying things behind my back, but it doesn't really bother me, you know, anymore. I'm not that impressionable 20 something year old, you know, I've really come full circle and I'm stepping into my power, stepping into who I am. And you know, this is who I am, you know, you can accept it or you can't, you don't have to. And, And that's okay. Yeah. You know? I love that you came from um, a background similar to my growing up in a, a Christian community because I too just always felt like there was something more and I've never once bashed uh, organized religion. Um, for me, it was just like a foundation because I love numerous religions. Like I just love learning about them. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it's like, okay, so we all just come back to one source. Like and, and we see that source differently. Exactly. Uh, so it's for me, it's like more universal. Um, and once I became aware of that's how I see it, you know, like if someone's talking up, like some of my, I have a friend who like really gets triggered, like when someone says like God instead of universe, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's okay. It's the same for them. Like they, yeah. they may not recognize it in that way, but it's cool. Like let them do them, you know, like yeah. it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Run the light. I, I definitely don't get triggered when someone says God. I sometimes say God myself Me because too, I have yeah. a lot of Christian friends and that's how I relate with them, you know? Yeah. Um, and I personally say universe a lot, especially when I'm on my own. Me too. Yeah. You know? um, some people say source. It's all the same. And, yeah. you know, like I, um, ascended masters have showed up as guides for me. And one of them happened to be Jesus and during my Reiki time. And, you know, and I'm not saying, oh my God, I'm so special that Jesus showed up as a guy because I think Jesus is showing up as a guy for a lot of people right now. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I, I, I believe that there was a man named Jesus. You know, I believe in a lot of Christian teachings, you yeah. know, and I believe in a lot of Buddhist teachings. I believe in a lot of teachings. There's some true value and um, lessons to be learned in those teachings. Interfaith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had um, on the guest, Reverend Frances Faden. She's an interfaith minister and um, she calls upon Mother Mary and Mm. she grew up Catholic and, you know, like a lot of things in the Catholic religion didn't make sense to her and like didn't feel right. Um, And she never, and, and she said that while she was growing up, like, Mother Mary was never painted in this great picture. And so Mm. she never thought that that would, when she was on her knees, like asking, you know, like, please direct me. She never thought it would be Mother Mary who showed up to be her guiding light. Yet that is who is with her and who she calls upon um, as her higher, you know, archangel all the time. And I was like, that is so cool. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mother Mary has such loving energy. Yeah. Like, I love Mother Mary. Yeah. yeah she. Ta- it was weird before our call. Um, I did an energy healing with her and um, I was like, let's do it. Like, you know, and she was like, oh, let me see like what Mother Mary has a message for you. And as we were calling in, my pin number was 4444. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Just noted it. And um, at the end of our session, I said, well, is there anything that I should be aware of when it comes to, because she's like, you should talk to her more. Like she's here to guide you. Um, I was like, okay, is there anything I should be aware of? And she said, you know, she really connects to the number four. And mm-hmm. I just had chills on my body. I was like, stop it. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> That was our pin number. <laughs> you know, like, she had no idea, but I was like, man, the synchronicities of the universe are just, they're there. You just have to pay attention. Oh yeah. And especially numbers, because I feel like number synchronicities are so easy for people to grasp, Yeah, you know? So there's number synchronicities everywhere. You know, if you start paying attention, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, Jen, I don't want to eat up more of your time because I feel like I could just talk to you all day, but where can our audience go to learn more about you and your services and just connect with you further? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd love to talk to uh, some of your listeners and if they want to listen to my podcast, I, I do have a podcast called Your Soul is Knocking and it can be found anywhere Stitcher, you know, um, iTunes everywhere. So you can go there, um, search that, or you can go to my website, um, www.jen-shin.com. That's J-E-N-S-H-I-N.com. And you could also find me on Instagram at I am Jen Shin. Perfect. Well, Jen, I just can't thank you enough for joining me today. You're doing such important work in the world. And thank you for being a true truth seeker. Oh, thank you so much. I had so much fun. I love being here and talking with you. Seriously, how cool is Jen? I've linked Jen's podcast, website, and social channels to this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Podbean. And if you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend or screenshot that you're listening to it and share it on social media. I'm on Instagram at at mindbizlife. I'll see you back here next week for another episode. But until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.